You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Every design had a designer. The universe has highly complex design. Scientific conclusion. The universe had a designer. Isaac Newton said this, This most beautiful system of the sun, planets, and comets could only proceed from the counsel and dominion of an intelligent and powerful being. Isaac Newton. As you're probably well aware, Christianity is constantly under attack from a myriad of different angles. Perhaps the more common of these in an ever-increasing age of intellectualism is none other than science, evolution, and relativism. In today's message, Pastor Danny will teach you some amazing cosmological facts that put many of these arguments to rest. In his study, you'll learn about some of the incredible care and craft that went into the creation by an all-powerful and loving God. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of The Living Word. I have a friend uh, from high school and middle school. We've reconnected after all these years. He lives in Ocala now. Uh, he was at my house with his family uh, during August, and we had a, a good time together, spent some time together. But he shared uh, at that lunch at my house that he is an agnostic. He's an agnostic. Agnostic is a person that's not sure about the question of God. They're not saying there is no God. They're not saying there is a God. They're, they're agnostic. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Now, with that, all religious worldviews, all religious worldviews make truth claims. Okay. And if you want to know whether their truth claim is true or not, you can evaluate through scientific and historical investigation. And if you're really serious about it and you want to study it historically and scientifically, you will, if you're honest and open, you will come to the knowledge of the truth or falsehood about the claim. Now, here's where we're at and here's where it all starts in Hebrews chapter 11. Here's where we're at. The basic truth concerning the existence of God is evidenced by creation. Basic truth concerning the existence of God is evidenced by creation. Now, what somebody believes about God affects everything else that he or she believes. Do you know that? I mean, it affects everything else you believe, what you believe about God. Now we're going to examine the evidence and use big words that I... I, for years, didn't know what in the world they were. There's the cosmological argument. That's actually what Hebrews 11 is talking about. Uh, by faith, we understand the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Cosmological is a big word made up of a simple Greek word, cosmos. Cosmos is Greek for world or universe. So it's the argument from the universe. That's the idea. It's the cosmological argument. The year was 1916. Uh, you will recognize his name, Albert Einstein. And Albert Einstein uh, did not like where his calculations uh, as a scientist were taking him. 
He discovered the theory of general relativity. I'm not about to try to explain general relativity, but it it has to do with uh, gravitation, gravitational forces. And what general relativity proved for uh, Albert Einstein was that the universe was not eternal. Because up at that time, Albert Einstein believed the universe was static and eternal. But if he believed his theory of general relativity, it flew in the face of his belief that the world, the universe was static and eternal. It it meant that if his theory were true, the universe had a beginning. Now you couple with that with the second law of thermodynamics. And one of the things that law states is that the universe is running out of usable energy. You put the second law of thermodynamics beside the first law of thermodynamics, and what is that? First law of thermodynamics states that the total amount of energy in the universe is constant. I know. I've lost some of you. Let me bring it down to the level it had to be brought down to for me, all right? Here's what all that means. When you put these scientific laws that scientists agree on, and when you look at them, and you look at the evidence, it's like... Your car, and your car, when you fill it up with gas, and then your car has a finite amount of gas, and eventually, if there's no more gas put in that car, your car is going to run out of gas. That's what those laws state about the universe. It had a beginning, and it's running out of energy. It's coming to an end. Well, let's think about Listen, the main point, scientific knowledge confirms the cosmological argument. Everything that had a beginning had a cause. That's the cosmological argument. Everything that had a beginning had a cause. The universe, they know now, scientifically, had a beginning. Conclusion, the universe had a cause. The fundamental principle of science, it's called the law of causality. Everything that had a beginning had a cause. The father of modern science, his name Francis Bacon, said, and I quote, true knowledge is knowledge by causes. You go from the cosmological argument and and then you end up here with the teleological argument, and that's another big word. Don't let it scare you. I didn't use those words growing up either, and believe me, we didn't hang out and go, let's go have a cosmological time tonight. Even though I did, especially when I was doing LSD. Uh, Oh, thank God I'm over that. I was saved. Telos is Greek for design, Greek for design. So you have the cosmological argument, the universe had a beginning, okay? What caused it? And then it leads you to this argument, the teleological argument. And here's this argument in essence. Here it is. Every design had a designer. The universe has highly complex design. Scientific conclusion. The universe had a designer. Isaac Newton said this, this most beautiful system of the sun, planets, and comets could only proceed from the counsel and dominion of an intelligent and powerful being. Isaac Newton. Do you appreciate where you live? 
I'm not talking about Florida. I'm talking about the planet we live on. I hope you'll appreciate more after you leave this church service uh, where we live and the fact that we're able to survive because we live on planet Earth and planet Earth is a tiny, tiny dot of an oasis in the midst of a hostile cosmic environment. We have on Earth, here's another scientific phrase, anthropic constants. Uh, Anthropic means human or man, and it's the principle called the anthropic principle. It's the principle that just came from scientist observation that the universe is extremely fine-tuned or designed in order to support human life on Earth. Anthropic constants. Let me give you some of them. Our oxygen in our atmosphere comprises 21% of the Earth's atmosphere. Now, why is that important? And, it, and it's a constant. It doesn't change. Here's what happened if it would change. If it were 25%, fires would erupt spontaneously. If it were 15%, we'd all suffocate. As a matter of fact, scientists tell us precise levels of nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and ozone are all anthropic constants. That if they changed, we would not survive on this planet. Get this one. I lost 28 hairs yesterday thinking about this one. Yeah, I know. They're almost all gone. If the gravitational force on earth were altered by that amazingly small percentage, our sun would not exist. That's what scientists tell us. Let me read for you. If the centrifugal force of planetary movements did not precisely balance the gravitational forces, nothing could be held in orbit around the sun. For example, if Jupiter were not in its current orbit, the Earth would be bombarded with space material. (laughs) Jupiter's gravitational field, listen to me, serves as a cosmic vacuum cleaner to pull things into its orbit that would bombard this planet that we we live on. Fascinating. 24-hour rotation of the earth. If it took any more than 24 hours, temperature differences would be too great between night and day. If it were shorter, wind velocities would blow us away. This is one that is extremely interesting to me. The earth is tilted at exactly 23 degrees. If you change that tilt, alter it, any bit slightly. <laughs> Surface temperatures on the earth would not allow us to survive. Thanks for joining us today to study the book of Hebrews. There's so much to learn, so we hope you'll keep coming back to study with Pastor Danny Hodges. You can find more of the messages from this series right now on our website, ccfstpete.church. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can find a number of teachings from Calvary Chapel Fellowship and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and jump into the conversations there you'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. 
Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Find directions on our website. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. We also live stream our services, so if you can't make it in person, join us online. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Feel free to read ahead in Hebrews, and be sure to tune in next time to join Pastor Danny right here on The Living Word.